so this place it's giving me something really special um, and it's important that I focus on giving uh, everyone a really ex exceptional experience but more importantly a homely experience and more importantly my t the team that we build the family we build um, an amazing experience for them. Today on Dirty Linen, we are chatting to George Kalambaris, the one, the only. George has recently opened a new restaurant in Melbourne in Hyatt, Bayside suburb. Uh, not far from me, though I haven't been yet. I'm looking forward to checking out Hellenic House Project. George, welcome to Dirty Linen. Thanks, Danny. It's, it's finally nice to be on. It's uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it has been. And I mean, it's been a while since you've opened a restaurant as well. Tell us about the new place. Yeah, look, I, I, first up, I reckon I, 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 don't, I don't sort of consider this a restaurant nor a, an eatery or a cafe. I don't really have a, a sort of, um, well, what, all I do know is it's, it's a house. And that was, I think, the in essence the true sort of feeling about it when I walked in is that I went, wow, I feel like, I feel like I've done a bit of a 360. Um, you know, uh, uh, all the feelings uh, I'm having and I'm, uh, even this morning as I woke up to come in um, are the same feelings I had when I first opened the press club. Um, uh, all of that mus muscle memory is coming back just a little slower. Um, but the place is, you know, I, I called it the Hellenic House because it's truly that, you know, it's, it's got a front yard, a backyard, it's got a kitchen and it's got a good room upstairs. And, you know, it embraces um, all of, I guess, m my personal journey of the, the last sort of 20 odd years. Um, but more importantly, it brings together a community of like-mindedness and, you know, it, it, you know, obviously you don't have to be of Greek background to be part of the Hellenic House project, but you've got to have some sort of undeniable, you know, love for the culture, um, especially the Greek Australian culture, which I hold very close to my heart. So, you know, it's 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 got so many so many values that I was very very strict about that it needed to have, like any great house. So, what are some of those values? Oh, look, you know, first up, you know, you generally go uh, to a big marketing agency like I've done in the past, um, you know, to get your big logo done, to get, you know, to get all this stuff done. My daughter did the logo. Um, Michaela's 10. Um, I asked her to, to do the logo. Um, uh, gave it to a couple of mates of mine, so the, the good ones who are young, sort of um, entrepreneurial uh, creatives, and they helped bring it to life. Um, uh, you know, the, the plates, uh, uh, for, for the good room, you know, every single one of them, um, you know, Sam and I threw on the wheel, um, and, and just, and, you know, it was funny cause when I went out to see Sam Gordon, who I believe is one of the best potters in the world, um, he said to me, and I, it really sort of brought a little tear to my eye cause he's gone, you know, I've been, I've been dying for this moment. Um, I go, what do you mean? He goes like for you to come and spend time with me here because in the past we'd never see you because you were so, so, you I never had time for this stuff. So, you know, the the, 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 the pottery, you know, I've got n young Nico, he's a, a, an Aussie Greek boy who's passionate about um, uh, Greek 
herbs, spices and vegetables and he inherited all of these seedlings from his great granddad when he came out to Australia in the 50s um, and he's he's growing, you know, an incredible, you know, um, amount of produce for us for here um, that, you know, not even I had seen before, um, you know, so he's actually out in the backyard as we speak um, uh, planting a bucket load of stuff. Um, you know, Anthony, our head, our head chef, you know, he's, he's 32. He's sort of, uh, you know, I, I'm asking everyone to keep their eye on him because I've got a really good feeling about this young chef. He's, uh, he's ambitious, he's driven, um, and he's uh, a way better version of George Columbaris, if I can talk, talk in the third, as wanker as that sounds, talking in the third person. So I think there's just so many people involved that I could go on and on and on that make this a really special home. My niece was here last night working downstairs and I, I turned around and went to her, Anthea, I go, how was uni today? And she looked at me and she went, uncle, I finished uni two years ago. You know I work now. <laughs> and I just went, oh my God, where have I been? So this place is really um, given me, it's given me something really special um, and it's important that I focus on giving uh, everyone a really ex- ex- exceptional experience, but more importantly, a homely experience. And more importantly, my t- the team that we build, the family we build, um, an amazing experience for them. Wow, George. I mean, it's it's really is amazing hearing you speak like that. And I guess the feeling I'm getting from you is this feeling of being anchored, like being really putting a lot of value on you know, building something really solid and caring around you. I mean, it's, I mean, you've had an, you've had an amazing career, but you've had a particularly tumultuous journey over the past, I don't know, five or six years. Um, I mean, how do you reflect on that? And has that been a real driver for building a values-based business? Yeah, you know, I think there's no question about it. We, I, we tried to do it in a in a mass organisation. You know, 550 staff made had it back in the day, 20 odd venues. But you know what? You've got to accept. Sometimes in life, you're not good at something, um, and I've accepted the fact that I'm. I I think I'm okay at doing it when it's like this. Um, you know, and. I wouldn't change anything of the past. I've, I've, I've learned so much. I've met some most incredible people. I've got the most incredible network of beautiful family and friends. And even today, you know, like I'm, I'm pulling on old, um, old team members from back at Made to come and just help out and support and be around. And, you know, and that's what's lovely about that, that family back then. Um, but this for me is, in a way, it's, it's sort of, it's a bit of a dream, actually, and and there's those those of you that did go to the press club or Gazi or Hellenics, you'll see a couple of pieces of things all dotted around the place that will remind you of those. Because I don't want to forget that it's not you know it's not book shut, it's chapter closed. Move on, we're moving on to the next. And yeah, you're right, Danny. I'm 44. I'm uh, 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 I'm I'm a lot more wiser. Um, but, you know, one thing that I've realized is that there's one thing no one can ever take away from me. And, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a cook and a chef at heart. 
and I absolutely love it and I love people and I love creating teams and I love um, our guests. I just I find that a real buzz and, you know, I'm, I'm in a really beautiful space at the minute and, you know, um, you know, I just, I, feel, I don't know, I just feel sometimes things are meant to be and this this opportunity was, it came to me and I, 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 don't get me wrong, you're nervous. Like, I was nervous two weeks ago opening the doors to downstairs. Um, you know, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? Um, is, is, you know, have, will they come? And all those feelings I guess I had when I opened Press Club, you know, that, that long ago, but this time a little bit more because of, I guess, yeah, of, of all the, of all the, the tough times that I've, I, I had and my family had because um, they were part of it as well. Um, so, yeah, to be here right now, you know, we, we are out, the, the, the website crashed yesterday at 10 a.m. Um, it was over 15,000 people click on it. Um, we're fully booked in the good room for the next five months. It's, it's, it's bloody, and look, it's only 48 seats, but it's just nice. And I don't, you know, my, t- my, my, my team is small. I can touch and feel them every day. I can talk to them closely every day. There was a point it made, I actually had no idea names of people. And that actually got to me at a point um, uh, where I don't want to struggle with that again. Um, I have no ambition in, you know, someone said to me, I say, when, when are you going to open the next one? It's like, no, I'm not going to be dictated and driven by what other people feel and want. I'm going to be dictated and driven by just um, making sure we can look after what's in front of us. And, and that's the Hellenic House Project. What helps you find your centre through all this? Like, what? How do you how do you know that? Um, constantly knowing that the only thing I can do is dictate what's in front of me. Um, learn from obviously my past and be authentic. Knowing your heart of hearts, it's authentic. It's it feels right. You know, I I, I could have gone and opened in you know, uh, a premier spot in the CBD or there was in, there was an, an incredible amount of opportunity thrown at me, but I chose to come to Hyatt um, and people go, why Hyatt? And I sort of go, well, why East Brunswick, Ligon Street, East Brunswick for Hellenic Republic? And that's why I got asked when we did that, I don't know, 12 years ago. Um, they go, you're mad. Um, it's it's a wasteland for food out there. Um, you're crazy. And, and I, I feel like there's something authentic and real being on this little strip here and the community and the people. Um, and if we can win over the community, um, the rest will follow. Um, so, you know, that for me is a, a really exciting proposition. I, I just feel like, you know, this feels right to me. It feels authentic. It feels feels like I belong here. Um and that's something that you've got to feel within yourself. And I, I remember there was days we were opening Jimmy Grant stores left, right and centre, you know, and, and I never forget we opened up, I think it was a, a Bondi store and I went to it and I'm like, what is this? This is just not – and I'm, obviously I put a smile on my face because suddenly there's, you know, there's – we've got investors and there's all this going on. So you've got to pretend. Um, I'm not I'm not going to – um, pretend anymore. I don't need to. Um, I could just be honest and real about the fact that you know this is uh, this is my little home, and and um, I can I can t- 
touch every corner of it um, every day. Um, you know, I can shut Sunday, Mondays to have to, to give myself a day off, to give the team a day off. Um, you know, I can really control the narrative um, and be authentic to me. Um, I know I'm not going to get it right. I'm constantly, you know, as, as we keep saying, you never stop learning, but I just feel there's been a lot of lessons. So um, I'm using definitely all of my lessons of the past, good, bad and ugly, um, to produce something that is going to make my soul feel good first, my, my, my family, my wife, my kids, make them feel really good. Um, and then, you know, uh, the, the rest should, should, uh, should, uh, take care of itself. Yeah. Um, I remember sitting with you in press club, like not long after you'd opened, I think you'd had a trip to Greece and you'd had some experience eating, eating on the beach. You had your toes in the sand and you were just talking about trying to replicate that experience somehow in Melbourne. And I was, I was really taken with the, the enthusiasm that you had, for Greek culture or for translating Greece into an Australian setting. Um, yeah, can, I mean, can you talk about that creative process and, and how, it's, um, how it's found a place in the new project? Yeah, look, you know, I was fortunate enough to do December, January in Greece this year, which is I've never done a Christmas. And I, I sort of – I avoid the cliché places, the Santorini's, the Mykonos's. I actually like to go into the – into the inland and, you know, went up to this incredible monastery um, where, where we, you know, I spent a couple of days up there looking at these incredible monasteries where Rambai nuns and just looking at what they eat, how they eat, you know, why the culture lives for so long and just really, you know, and, you know, in a fact, in a way, um, you know, uh, there's something special about the being an Aussie boy, um, because we're taught to be open-minded, um, you know, because we're, we're so multicultural here and, you know, it's, I know it's a bit of a th- easy word to throw around multiculturalism here, but we truly are. I mean, I've always said it outside of Vietnam, where do you get the best Vietnamese? It's Melbourne. Outside of Italy, where do you get the best Italian? It's Melbourne. Outside of um, India, where do you get the best Indian? It's, it's Melbourne. We're, we're, you know, it's 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 an incredible place when you think about all these cultures. So for me, it was coming back and looking at how I could translate um, what I call spitiko cuisine, which is you know um, is sort of home cooking, but at a real sort of uh, at a polished level. Um, so you know, I I never made, for example, I never made dolmades in any of our venues back in the day for for, for um, press club, none of that. So I actually spent some time and went and learned how to make them properly because um, I sort of would look at them and like, oh, my God, it's grandmother food. They're cooking. The, they, they taste good. I like eating them, but I don't really want to know how to make that. But I actually went and, and spent time to learn how to make them properly. And, you know, so we, 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 we marinate the – we make the mothers and then we marinate the mothers because what I worked out is uh, um, inside the properties of a vine leaf – exist in the same properties of a shisho leaf um so if you when you marinate the actual dolmadas in shisho um you get this in insanely amazing flavor and then i just literally put a little slice of kingfish over the top of it so it looks like nigiri but um and then when you eat it it's sort of like this sort of 
I don't know. It's just a, it's just delicious. But again, taking this homely recipe of making dolmades, um, but just giving them that little edge. So for me, that's been the process. I've been looking at a lot of, you know, old ancient Byzantine recipes. You know, um, just just stuff that isn't. You know, I. I, I you know, I really tried hard in downstairs in the in in the in the kitchen for for the sulaki bar not to put the grain salad on, um, <laughs> but I you know I was reminded very quickly by my family that oi, you, I know you you love you, you you know you always talk about you know I cook food that I want to eat, but hey mate, we all want to eat it. So so my family spoke and I I listened. So <laughs> the grain salads are on down there, but you know up upstairs in the good room we're really trying to just do you know really homely delicious yummy spiti go cuisine homely cuisine um that people can just go yeah yum that's delicious yeah i guess um it's like sting has to sing roxanne at every show or whatever and it's like you got to do that with grace right like let the people get what they want um yeah what do the nuns eat in the monasteries i really need to know yeah yeah it's it's really it's really interesting and and in the same up in Ayosoros, which is uh, where all the monks um live and it's a very specific totally different cuisine to most of Greece it's um it's very driven Byzantine driven so Ottoman Empire type of stuff you know things like you know um like probably 80 to 90 percent plant um you know uh, lots of grains uh lots of beans lots of things braised in olive oil um you know a dish where I was just blown away where they juice um uh, onions whole and then they put that in a pot with lots of olive oil like a load of olive oil and then just poach cod in it really gently and and it's just and it's served not it's not served super hot it's served sort of I would say you know sort of you know 40 degrees 45 degrees and it's just insanely delicious but I just love the way they just celebrate uh, 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 you know we're having okra tonight and that's it's what it is it's a pot of braised okra in in tomatoes and then around that's the center of the table and around that is you know um you know some delicious sour yogurt um some dursi which is a a, a sort of a, a pickles um you know some crusty you know bread um and and that's that's dinner um you know it's and it's yum and it's wholesome and you know, uh, there's, there's, there's some sort of – they're doing something right. They're living for a long time, these peeps. <laughs> what did they think about an Aussie guy coming and, like, getting excited about their juiced onion? Yeah, it's it's a bit weird because they're, like, looking at me. But we're, we're pretty funny species, aren't we? Us, well, especially us Aussies, we, we get excited by those simple things because we think everything needs to be so complicated. I think there's, if there's anything I've learned, you know, um, in, and, you know, if, if, you, if you, you knew the lunatic George of the reserve days, everything was just so – I look at dishes now and I'm so embarrassed. Um, that was just over the top and overcomplicated. But I guess that's a journey in life, you know. You've got to go through through these things and, and, you, and you know, I never forget an older chef saying to me, you watch, you'll pair back your food and I'll be like, no way, I'll just be – adding more and I need to make sure I cook more and do more to it because that's how I value who I am as a chef. Well, no, it's total opposite now. It's like uh, a bit like, you know, Chanel sending the, the models out on the catwalk. They always take one piece of something off before they go out. 
you know. So it's it's. I think I take now three things off um, and keep it as simple as possible. I mean, it's such a your. I mean, your journey perhaps was a little little bit extreme with some of the combos at, at reserve, but it was the era as well. But what? Why is it that? If, if so many chefs go on that journey of you know from from complicated to simple, like what's what is that? Yeah, I don't know. I think I reckon now. I, I'm not going to lie. I think the the the, the young modern chef now are, are, are cooking really good food, probably better food than my my generation were. And I'm I'm not. I'm, I can talk for myself. I'm not going to. I think there's some young chefs out there doing some in, insanely delicious stuff and. Um, it's awesome. In saying that also, I also say to a lot of young chefs, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Don't, don't, you know, don't, not everything. I know everyone's doing tartare at the moment. I know everyone's fermenting at the moment. Don't be afraid to walk away from the pack and do something that potentially you might make a mistake on because that's it. That's okay. You're allowed to, you know, mistakes are okay. So I think there's that balance of, keeping it delicious and all that stuff but also being you know instagram's been uh, been amazing for all of us but it's also a detriment for creativity i believe because you, everyone starts looking at the same thing it's like you know a, a deer in headlights you start then doing the same thing um so i think it's really important you know and i say to all all young chefs that are in and around me is oi you know brand, think think you know, mind in the clouds always. You know, just keep them in the keep them in the clouds, and don't be afraid to dream and to do create some dishes that you know you'll look back on one day and go, oh my god, what the hell was that? But that's okay because that helps you, you know, get, get to the path that you need to get to. Yeah, well, I reckon one big difference between that you know two thousand early two thousands and now is the is the way people young chefs are talking about produce or engaging with produce because I don't reckon then like there was that you wouldn't just like be all gathered around I don't know like a beautiful tomato in the kitchen or whatever it might be like a beautiful fish the way that the, the way that people are more likely to do now do you reckon do you reckon that's a bit of a trajectory yeah yeah I you you're, you're bang on. Danny, I think we're we were probably too worried about our egos more than we were about anything else. Um, you know, they were they were you know, and again, I'm not I, I wouldn't change anything for it. I was I'm very grateful for the the um, the the apprenticeship I had and what I learned. But um, you you're, you're spot on. I feel we're so much more uh, in tune and engaged in where our food comes from. Um, you know, uh, just a little bit more. It's just yeah, more worrying about that than worrying about, you know, um, worrying about our, the, the egotistic nature of the, the kitchen, which can, you know, which doesn't, shouldn't exist anymore. It doesn't need to exist anymore. You know, we're, we're all just, uh, trying to cook some nice food and learn, you know, and that, that's, that's important. I'd love to ask you more about like the Greek side of things, because I think it's, you know, was that something that you had to, Come to like it feels like it's just got more and more part of your identity. Was that something like how has that sort of happened? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, look, you know, I, there was a point, especially after reserve, when 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 that when that finished up, where I've gone, what am what who am I? And I really had to look in the mirror and, and understand who I was as a cook, um, and what 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 truly are my beliefs. And that's when sort of the penny dropped, and I went, hang on a second. You know, I've been fortunate enough to work in some 
pretty amazing, you know, um, you know, uh, French-based restaurants where I, I learned the classics and, and all that. Well, hang on, who am I? Because I'm not I've, – I've got no love affair for French cuisine, like where, you know, Shannon had a love affair for it and, it and he's done an incredible job at it. Um, so I really had to dig deep and understand who, who I was and that's where the penny sort of dropped and I went, hang on a second – I've been, I've been, I've grown up into this culture. I've been fortunate enough to have, you know, a, a mum and dad, mum of Cypriot origin, and, and dad born in Egypt to a, a Greek father and Italian mother. I've been open to, you know, dad speaks five languages. You know, the food's pretty insane at home, um, and you know, I, I loved going to, I loved visiting and and understanding more about the culture in Greece. So that's when the sort of penny dropped, and I went. And then I also looked and went, hang on a second, why isn't there anyone cooking some really, really delicious Greek food, you know? There was the, there was the taverns and, you know, they were there to serve a purpose and, and that's great. But I just really wanted something that we could be all proud of. Um, first and foremost, myself and, and my family, be proud of this, this place that really respected the culture and... You know, um, you know, I, I'm, you know, I've been absolutely inundated by, um, you know, chefs in Greece over the last week and a half. You know, just congratulating and they can't wait. That how special to know that we can, all well, that that this little place in Hyatt is, you know, they, they, these guys are feeling like they've got a sense of pride in it. Like I don't know, it's it's a weird feeling, but I just I just love it. And I love doing it here. I wouldn't be doing it anywhere else. You know, I, I could have run away from. Melbourne. I could have run away from Victoria, you know, three, four years ago when when time when 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 life got tough and gave up on on this place that has given me so much. Um, that was that was never an option. The, the the option was to 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 refocus, to recenter, to um, purge, to do all the things I had to do for me and my family, and then um, come back and just do something that is thoughtful and and just honest and uh and just something that's going to make that when I walk in every day it's going to put a big smile on my face I mean that feeling when like the website crashed and now you booked five months out in the good room I mean does what was that feeling like there's I'm I'm not going to lie to you in the last 10 days Danny I've been I've, I've shedded a few tears um you know just just I'm, even as I'm telling you, you know, it's it's been an emotional time, you know, and to be to be in this place right now um, is is really special. And I don't want to forget these times because you know that's life's short. Um, so you know we've got to we've got to um, we've got to we've got to really think about when when the good times come. We've got to really appreciate them. Um, We've got to celebrate them and, and be and be grateful about them because I probably w- wasn't back in the day, you know, because the world was just so – it was crazy for me um, and I wasn't celebrating those wins. I said, on to the next, on to the next, where now it's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm just happy doing this now and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really enjoy this and, you know, I enjoy seeing my, seeing my kids grow up and – just doing those again, doing the simple things. So yeah, it's it's been overwhelmingly. Um, um, I'm I'm very grateful and 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 very uh, very 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 pleased. I'm very very humbled by it all. As 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 weird as that can sound. 
Does it feel, uh, is it relaxing to have the restaurant booked? Is it more pressure? Do you feel, uh, you know, the weight of expectation? Yeah, big time. I mean, the pressure, pressure's a privilege and I've always said it, this type of pressure is what we, what we were, I was born for. I love it, you know, and as I said to, um, to Anthony yesterday, our head chef and the, and the guys have gone, you know, great. We had a great review yesterday um, on 3AW, but, um, you know, one of them goes, chef, why didn't you call in? I wanted you to call in. I go, because my, my, it wasn't out of disrespect to 3AW or any of them, but I go, the old George probably would have done that, but I don't, my focus is us and our, our what we're doing. Um, and if we don't f- keep that focus and we're worrying about the noise, um, good, bad or indifferent, then that means I'm not putting my, um, my I'm not giving you me and um, we're not giving our guests us, our family us. So, um, yes, the pressure's on. Like, you know, we've got 40 booked for lunch today and 50 booked for dinner uh, and it's, and it's, uh, it's game on. Everything's got to be the best of our ability and more importantly, not just the, it's the entire feeling when you walk into the place. I've got to make sure that you know everything just it smells right. You know, yeah, everything just has that that sense of wow. Okay, there's there's a it, it's making you feel like you've gotten into your favourite pair of UGG boots whenever you come here. Your favourite pair of jeans, not the fancy jeans that you put on once a year. Um, it's those ones that you love putting on every every day that have got a little tear in them because they make you feel good. Awesome. I've got permission to wear my Ugg boots to your restaurant. That's very good to know. <laughs> anytime, anytime, buddy. Oh, anytime. I, I just I, I can imagine or I think I've got a sense of the feeling that you've got knowing that, you know, you've, you've, you've helped make some of the plates, like you've chosen all those little details and you know everybody's name that's working there. I mean, that must really... Yeah, it must be really anchoring to come back to something we talked about at the start of this conversation. So much, so much. It's just a wonderful feeling. It's a wonderful feeling to know I've got that. that. It's not about control, but it's about, you know, like I want to know who's like it, I'm, I'm, every time I think about the place, I put my – our values are all about what I, I've, I've created – not created this word. The word, the word doesn't exist, but – this ideology of Greekology, I call it, and Greekology is, is made up of many different thoughts and feelings. Um, Greekology is our is a movement, is a feeling, is a sense of coming. Oh, every time I think about this place and think about the guest and the and and the team member that works here, the family member that works here, I've got to think that they're at home with me. Um, so you know, we don't have a front desk where someone rocks into and someone's standing there with a with a bow tie on it's not that type of place you just come through the front door and you pr- pretty much you walk straight you know and you got the you got the the kitchen on the right and there's suvas being slung out and you know um you'll see alexi who's uh who's uh mid 50s uh you know straight off the boat makes some of the best suvas i've ever seen wraps them all himself um, you know, he's super pedantic and I love it. Um, you'll probably see big Phil as well. And he's standing at the front door and he welcomes you and, and, you know, um, you know, with, with open arms and, you know, asks you what, you know, where you're at tonight and right, you're in the kitchen, come here. You know, it's sort of got this sense of there's no, there's no, um, we haven't created a proper 
right, let's document the way people are going to walk in, like I did with May. There were so many documents that I could have pulled out. Let's use this from when people enter Ghazi. This is what has to happen. No, 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 no. Uh, when you went into the Hellenic House Project, you're entering our house. Um, you open a front door and you walk in and we're, we're there to give you a big hug and, and, and uh, let you come in and have some fun. Love it. I don't know why this image has come to me, but I just remember once I was driving around in a taxi and there was this amazing smell and the older Greek taxi driver explained that he had some suitcases of oregano in the boot. He's just, someone had brought them back from Greece and um, yeah, he just needed to get them home to the kitchen and yeah. Um, But somehow that just seems to relate to everything you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, as you walk in on the right-hand side, do yourself a favour. There's a whole wall of my great-grandmother's cookbook um, that I've had made into big, big sort of posters that are all stuck up there like you would on a street. Um, Then stuck on that is my grandma and my granddad's suitcases when they came to Australia. And then on the opposite side is my other granddad's guitar because he was a musician. I've tried to collect everything that really – I want everything to be a sense of reason and, and you know, it's not just – you know, I've, I've not just gone around and just grabbed some stuff just to make it look good. Everything has a certain sense of feeling. You know, Bill, Billy Cavallaris, the architect who, who um, I, I just love him to bits, um, he's a pain in the ass, but, you know, it, like everything – everything from a – Everything had has meaning, you know. Uh, it's got to it's got to be authentic and right. So working with him um, every single day was a was a pain, but a pleasure in many ways because we wanted to make sure that we really brought the sense of homeliness into the place. So the suitcase of well, in one of the bathrooms, it's it's caked in. Um, when I say caked, we've got uh, bunches and bunches of mountain oregano hanging up in there. So. When you go into the bathroom, it smells quite lovely. <laughs> Love it. George, can't wait to come down. Whether or not I'm wearing my Ugg boots, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but, yeah, congratulations. I'm glad it started off with a bang. And, uh, yeah, sincerely wish you all the best with it. No, th- thanks, Danny. And a big congratulations to everything that you've, you're doing for our industry. And, you know, obviously I, I, keep a, a, I keep a close eye on it all. And, you know, I, I congratulate you. You're, you're a, we, need, we need more people like you advocating and pushing what we do. And, our, and uh, it's, it's so important. Um, it's a beautiful industry. And, you know, yesterday was another tough day for, obviously, for Shane Delia, who I love dearly um, with Providor. Um, yeah, you know, he, he, you know, we can all love it or hate it. It doesn't matter. This is someone that was trying to have a crack. So anything we can do to support each other um, is, is great. So I congratulate you. Thank you so much. Thanks, George. Well, yeah, look, it's, it is a great industry, as you say, and it's, an, it's my honour to um, help share some of the stories. So, yeah, thanks for being part of that. Thanks, Danny. This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. This is a Deep in the Weeds
production.